Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Terry, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? I am very good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Terry, I'm, I'm really uh, excited to talk to you over these next 15 minutes. Just so my, my audience of Morning Upgraders know who they're, who they're listening to, why don't you start off by telling everyone you know, who you are, what you do for a living, and then just give us maybe one thing that's going well in your life right now. So I, I've been in the pharmaceutical and healthcare industry for quite some time, uh, over, uh, over 35 years. I'm currently the chief commercial officer at Synergistics. We're a technology and compliance company helping organizations to maximize their effectiveness and efficiency through CRM and sampling solutions. That's a little bit about who I am today. I, most of my career has been heading sales and marketing teams, commercial teams, and helping to drive business. What's exciting and going well in my life is that I'm, I'm looking around and seeing both my family and people I've worked with succeeding. And to me, Ryan, always one of the things that has been important is to, to see success in other people. So I've got several individuals that have worked with me that are reaching high points. My daughter is uh, enjoying her career living in Hoboken. My wife's a New Yorker too, so, so I'm not, uh, as you probably can tell from my accent. And then my son is playing this weekend in the ECAC championships in soccer. So I would say uh, what's going well is that people around me are succeeding and doing great things. And that's what uh, I think leadership and uh, is all about. Let's talk about soccer for a second, you know, in sports. What, what do you think, how much of a role do you think sports plays in per, in someone's personal growth? I think both of our children, we, we encourage them to play a musical instrument. Uh, my daughter played the clarinet, my son the drums. We encourage them to play sport and uh, to or participate in sport, not whether they were good or bad in the sport, but to just be a part of, of growing and learning and challenging themselves uh, I personally ran track at the Citadel and uh, Charleston, South Carolina, and I and I believe what it helped me to do was to set goals and objectives, things to grow individually. And so, for my my two young uh, individuals in my in my life, uh, Savannah and Caleb, what I've seen is that participating as an athlete, whether you win or lose, whether you're the best player or not, you're part of a team. You're connecting with other people. You know, you're trying to make your, your individual self better, but you're also trying to contribute to a team effort. So to me, being an athlete, whether you run on your own on the weekend or you uh, are in the basement working out or going to some facility and trying to get better, I think it's, it's, it is really an individual aspect of saying, how can I improve myself physically and mentally and prepare myself to be a, a better part of a team, if you follow that logic. No, I agree with you 100%. You know, that's why we have all my three daughters in sports, different sports, soccer, dance, uh, swim, other other sports too, other, other activities. But yeah, basically keeping them busy, being part of a team. I, I think it's really, you know, competing. I think it's uh, I think it's a really important part of personal growth. It's, uh, I, and Ryan, it's as you just said, I mean, I, I didn't know much about soccer until Caleb started playing so you learn too, right? You learn from their their experiences as well. It's funny you say that because I, I my my middle daughter plays soccer, and 
I got invited to be like the assistant coach for her rec team. And uh, I don't know anything about soccer. So I just got thrown in there and trying to learn it. And my brother recommended I watch Ted Lasso. He said, <laughs> you might find it inspiring. So yeah, it's a, uh, I'm more comfortable with it now being on the sidelines and giving instructions. I, I like semi seem like I know what I'm doing. So let's talk about your, your morning routine, Terry. How do you start every day? There's three components uh, about this one. Uh, I grew up on a farm and farm life. You get up early, you have chores to do. You have things to do that prepare the whole day. And I have continued that routine, both going to military school, as I mentioned, where there is a, a sort of preparing for the day in the morning. And I carry that over into my life. Even as, as we speak, I try to use the morning. I have a meditation period. I have a devotion period to try to prepare for the day to make me better. So uh, I think that I have a routine in the morning. I also try not to rush into decision-making early. I try to clear my mind and get myself set up uh, for the day, especially while people are working more at home than ever. uh, I've also made it a routine to get ready for the day, you know, get up, get dressed, go through the same processes and so forth. Some people, you know, can ease into the day. I'm, I'm cool with that. But for me, I need to set my day up and to be consistent in, in both how I prepare for the day and how I uh, establish the routine for the day. Now, I can also tell you that I don't do it exactly the same way every day, <laughs> but I do have a preparation process. Some days it started a little bit later, some days earlier. But in all cases, I try to make sure that before I start the business day that I have walked the square with myself personally, I'm prepared uh, mentally. And yes, I've been on a few Zooms and people go, man, you get you get dressed with, a, you know, a shirt and everything every day. I do. <laughs> I, I do want to be ready to, to roll out the day if you follow me. You always been that way through your whole career? Have you always had structure in the morning? I've always put, yeah, structure both in the morning and during the week. And my wife, I think you find partners that help you. So my wife is less, she's more flexible from that than I am. So I think over the years, I've learned a little bit more of flexibility. But at the same time, I do believe that all the way from from, uh, my early days on the farm, through military school and through the early days in business, I do believe that structure is valuable. But I think if you get rigid, So structure and rigidity are two different things. Structure to me is I have a plan. I am going to be consistent in what I do. Rigidity means that I am not able to flex off of that. Uh, You know, Ron, we all have to do that, right? We all have to say, you get up at 3.15 in the morning, your your day's going to be a little different. And sometimes you need to take a day where you, you know, give yourself a break a little bit and say, look, you know, I need to to kind of – relax a bit more today. But yeah, consistency to me is the most important thing. Consistency uh, and uh, intentionality in what I do. Yeah, the consistency is super important. Uh, one of my favorite personal development, personal growth books is The Compound Effect, where he, by Darren Hardy, where he talks about, you know, small things done consistently compound into results. And uh, you don't always have to swing for the fences right off the bat, you know, small, consistent daily action compounds into results. So I love the, I love the word consistency. Yeah, they do add up. They add up, right? They add up. Base hits add up. So you're driven. What, what feeds that? 
You know, I, I was, was asked, you know, I talked about this at some point. Uh, I'm driven by the fact that I, I like to see people succeed. So if I were to describe myself, I'd say I'm a coach and a leader of people first. Yeah. And so I'm driven by seeing people succeed. Right now in, in the industry and around the industry, there are many people that have outpaced me in their jobs and their roles, two or three of them. One of my favorite favorites is Dave, is Dave Basson, who is the CEO at Heologix. He was he was uh, an analyst when I first met him, and we moved into CFO role. I just love, and I'm driven by seeing people succeed and reach their potential. When I see someone do a do great stuff, I go, man, I am so excited. Makes me feel good that that I didn't do it for them, but maybe I maybe I encourage their heart. Maybe I. Uh, you know, gave them a, a conduit. But to me, I'm driven by seeing other people succeed. And if other, if people around you succeed, teams grow and they succeed. To, to me, that's the most important aspect of, of what I'm driven by. Well, let's talk about leadership uh, for a minute. Do you have any tried and true tips for leadership? I know it depends on who you're leading and all of that, but are there any just general tips that you could share with my audience for, for being a better leader? I'm incredibly consistent on this because there are two books that have driven that I, that I use. In fact, on Monday, imagine as the chief commercial officer on Monday, I'm talking to our account management team about communication skills and connecting with people. And the two books that are driving principles for me, one are the leadership challenge and those fundamental principles around inspiring a shared vision, encouraging the heart, enabling others, challenging the process those kind of things from a leadership set of principles are important to me. And then I use a situational leadership model as well. I mean, I know that's maybe old school, but it's pretty simple. If a person's willing, how do I help them to learn? If a person's unable, how do I educate them to be better and, and, and to succeed? Now, I can't, in, I can't make someone want to learn more. I can't make someone uh, want to, uh, to try but if they do, I can find out, you know, what do I need to do as a leader to encourage them, inspire them, challenge them, model the way for them. And then on the flip side, I can determine where they are in their ability. Is it willingness or ability? And then I can and I can help them from that standpoint. So as a leader, those are the principles. Those two books have always been valuable. Uh, there's a lot of other books that talk about the same thing. So I, I don't say that there's not right. But to me, it's the leadership principles. And there's understanding the person that you're coaching and where they where they fit on the willingness and ability category. And then how do I, as a leader, help them to move down that continuum? Those two books, Terry, just to wrap, just to confirm, you said it was leadership challenge and then situational leadership. Leadership, right. Those two okay. books. All right. I'm going to take a look at those and we'll share those on the on your show notes page as well. Appreciate that. All right. So let's talk about. I'm going to give you the option which way you want to go, success or challenge in business. Share one of those. So a success you've had and how you achieved it, and then takeaways, for example, or a challenge that you've had and how you overcame it. Well, I think the success and challenge are are, are first cousins, right? Because when I took over the role, president and CEO of, of Inventive U.S. Sales, we were our stock price was declining. We were trying to reestablish what we were, what we were about, and what we were doing, 
So that was both a challenge and an opportunity, right? I mean, if, if you think about it, challenges are opportunities, a chance to, to do better. And, and I'll go back to something I said two or three times, and I'll, I'll say it again. The team around me, encouraging and inspiring the team around us at Inventive Health in the early 2000s when the stock price was low, we were trying to grow. Today, that's the Cineos Health Organization has uh, evolved to that. But in those early days of 2000, I had a great team around me. You, you put good you put good people around you know uh, uh, around you and you'll succeed. I uh, I was watching a, a, another podcast around a UCLA player and I get his name wrong all the time. I think it was Swin Nader. Maybe he was a center at UCLA. It was a backup to Bill Walton, and he was encouraged to go there because Bill Walton was there and John Wooden was there, and they were great leaders and they helped to to motivate and cultivate a culture at UCLA during the time. And he benefited from it. And Bill Walton once said he was the best player that he ever, he was the best center he played against, and he was in practice. So to me, what I love is when you put together a team that are so good and so positive that they challenge you. So at Inventive and Admission and the other places that I've been to grow business, the, the thing that, that that I have, the challenge and the opportunity is, Put good people in, and, and, and give them opportunity, and they will uh, make you better. If you think you know all the answers, my dad was my uh, elementary school principal. <laughs> that got me in a lot of trouble, Ryan. But he always said that this today, this today, he's 82 years old. He's on the school board in South Carolina in Oconee County. And he always said to me, if you think you know everything, that's just indigestion. It'll go away. <laughs> and and yeah, you know, I, I I love it because when I look around, when when I think I know everything, that's a mistake. When I encourage my team to participate in leadership, that's when I succeed. So the challenges you have, if your stock price is down, if your business model is is, is not perfect or working, look around the the people you have around you. Make sure that they are the right people and encourage them to do their job. And that's how I have handled both challenges and it's turned into opportunities. What you remind me of, it's kind of like you're, you're saying, always be curious, you know, keep an open mind and, and, and always be curious. I think those are. That, that's, a, that's a Ted Lasso thing, isn't it? I think that was one you of the know, episodes. <laughs> I, I think I, I'm not, I'm not re- remembering the episode, but I think I might be, it's like implanted in my brain now from watching all the episodes. So maybe it is yeah, be, be, be curious, not, not negative, right? So I, I love that. I love that statement you just said. So I've got one last question for you, Terry, and then we'll wrap up with you sharing how people can connect with you if they want to reach out and say hello and, and learn more. So my last question is around habits. Are there any habits that you have? It could be one, it could be two, any habits that you rely on every day. It could be, it could be personal or, profe- or professional. I'll give you three things that, that are important to me. One is that I do a daily devotion. Two, I do... I have picked up the habit of doing a meditation on a daily basis. And the third is that I have uh, a small group. I call it a growth group that I participate with every Friday. Right now we're reading the book of joy uh, in that growth group. The book of joy is by the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu. I don't know if you've read it, but it talks about joy versus happiness. So to me, those are consistent ways in which I connect both with myself and with other leaders and then you learn things like in this book of joy, you realize that, you know, happiness is eating a, a bowl of ice cream. Joy 
is seeing the people around you succeed. And there's a big difference between those. So to me, those are little habits every day. You said it earlier, and I love that. The little, the little things you do every day uh, add up. So if I was encouraging anybody, I would say do the little things each day. And it's like the abominable snowman and that the, the, that one year without a Santa or whatever we said, put one foot in front of another. And soon you're walking across the floor. And to me, uh, a daily devotion, a daily meditation, a growth group, those little things where you're learning, uh, where you're engaged with things that you're not, uh, you don't normally uh, would normally do. They add up. The little things do matter. Yeah, I, another book to read. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that one out, that one out as well. The Book of Joy and the growth group. Yeah, that's I'm a, I belong to masterminds too. So we talk a lot about that on the show. It's uh, it really is game changing. So everyone listening, get get yourself a growth group. All right, Terry. Well, this was great. 15 minutes flew by. Uh, I appreciate everything that you shared. If someone wants to reach out to you and say hello, where should we send them? Well, you've you've got you know Terry dot herring at synergistics.com. That's my job thing. I'm on LinkedIn. Look me up there. And what I would would love to hear from people is things that make you successful because by hearing what things that make other people successful will, will make me a better leader. And, you know, Ryan, I, I appreciate the chance to be a part of this and uh, thanks for, you know, even in preparing for this, I uh, had to, to revisit the things that are important to me and those little things do matter. Yeah, you're welcome, Terry. I appreciate, appreciate you being on. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.